I gotta say that Mike sounds extra, extra, extra crisp today. <clears throat> yeah, you like the uh, you like the bottle or the the can top crack. Oh, it's so good, dude. We should just this. It's an ASMR podcast now. <laughs> Make a fortune. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, guys, welcome. That's we won't monetize the stream. We'll just get sponsored by different like soda companies and different you know companies that make drinks <laughs> it all sounds the same <laughs> <laughs> no we'll rate how crisp it sounds to open it up whether it's the pop of like a cap off a bottle or like the snap of the can you know mm. or the crack i guess the crack of the whip one of these days you're gonna have like a fucking coconut or something we're just gonna hear you like hammer the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> is that a cow mooing? Yeah, I, I've done milk before, but I wanted it to sound extra fresh. I wanted it straight from the source. Unpasteurized. <laughs> I want to get sick. Yeah. A little unpasteurized milk never hurt anybody. Yes, of course. If you believe otherwise... You're you're a fucking leftist commie. So like Wisconsin, you guys are you guys are known for cows. <laughs> yeah, Isn't we kind of do that here. Move there? I'm really glad she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Not <laughs> <damn> yet. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually gonna listen to this episode first, <laughs> and in the first two minutes, she's gonna get insulted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you wanna? Oh yeah, we have this podcast. By the way, this is a great episode to start on. <laughs> oh, God man. damn it! All right, so um, it actually surprised me. So right before we started, you said you uh you wanted to talk about uh about traveling today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, what's your top ten destination picks? Top ten. Oh shit! This is this is a really hard question. Top five. You know what I mean? I'll do top. Okay, okay, I could do top. So, this is a very hard decision for me, mainly because I'm not picky. You know, like I like, I think that there are like most places of in the world I could find something interesting to do. So you know what I mean? Me, like North Korea is on that list somewhere. <clears throat> I mean, okay, like, if it was safe to go there, yeah, absolutely, like, I would fucking, you know how much, like, how rich in history North Korea is as a country, like, would I get killed being in the U.S. military, would (laughs) would I uh, probably get Insta, Insta 360 no scope, yeah, probably, but, you know, it is what it is. I would go. I, I would go if I had like the opportunity to go there safely. Yes. Yeah. That's um, fair. I'll, you know what? I'll give you that. That that's fair. Because and that I mean that's how it is in most places. There are probably beautiful parts of North Korea. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like there's. It's the same thing with the Middle East. Well, yeah. It yeah, it'd be colder. <laughs> would it be colder in the little, Middle East? It'd be a little <laughs> chilly. I mean, just a little chilly. Yeah. I mean, just a little bit. Just a little okay, chilly. Like top five, and if you can't think of them, I can go first. If you want to think <clears> about it. All right, all right. Um. All right. So I mean, okay. I, I've been to Europe a few times, and I, I'm going back, and um. I think I need to leave it out for this one, just because um a lot of my like. My top 10 revolve around like history, a very historically based. Yeah. Um, so I'd say I'm not going to do these in order because I don't really think they have an order, but up there needs to be like Peru, like Machu Picchu, like that kind of northern region of Peru. I'd love to see. Um, I tried to see it um, <clears throat> this summer actually, and that plan fell through. So now just to like spite that fate um, i want to go at some point um another place would probably be like i don't know i want to see 
I want to see like um, Zimbabwe, which is a surprise to a lot of people, but there I was, was gonna a. Say, like, did you just pull that out of your ass, or like? Give me no, a... no. I want another reason. You know, not that I'd say Zimbabwe is a bad country to visit. I'm not saying that. It actually probably would be a very interesting country to visit, but it's definitely not people's like top ten by any means. No. <laughs> um, the main reason is that it. So years, centuries ago, there was a um, a nation in Zimbabwe called Great Zim, what we call today Great Zimbabwe, yeah. and Great Zimbabwe was kind of a race from history, unfortunately, but it is it is one of the great empires of. Um, of Africa. Same thing with Mali. So like I, I could say really like Mali or Zimbabwe are places I'd love to visit. Um I'd love to go to I know I want to go to like southern like southern and northern Asia just because I wanna like if I if I can't like trek my way to every part i want to like see the comparison so like i'd love to go to mongolia or like somewhere around northern asia again not always the safe safest places to visit um but still would be cool i think to see at least once in my lifetime yeah um and then oh like so i'd say like either like vietnam or the philippines or south korea and then somewhere up north um so the general idea i'm getting from what you're saying is like all regions of the world yeah basically like if i could pick like okay top five like the five continents i haven't been to if you want to make it easy africa asia um south america antarctica and oceania they're the top five So, you're a more cultured man than me, um, you know, just based on how much you've experienced, like, through travel and stuff for school. But I'd, I'd, I'd have to say, like, I could probably narrow it down for me um, a bit more than you can, <laughs> you, how much you want to see, right? Yeah. Like, I definitely want to go to, like, southern Italy at some point in my life. You know what I mean? Like, the Amalfi Coast. Or, yeah, like, like Mediterranean area. Yeah, like Sicily. And like even like even it doesn't even have to be in Italy though. I'd love to go to Italy, but like Malta, you know. Oh, I've heard it's beautiful. Yeah, no, that's what I've heard. Or I definitely want to go to Greece, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to stop at Athens when you're in Greece, of course, just to see all the, like, you know, all the shit there. But like, I'd also want to go into those like islands throughout the Mediterranean. Um, yeah, the, the Greek Greece. islands and. Yeah. But I'd say outside of that general area, um, definitely New Zealand, just because it's like so not desolate, but like it's like one of those places people really haven't touched, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, there are places in, one of the things we're learning about, like, especially hunter-gatherer societies that still exist today, is that there aren't places that are, there. there's very few places that are completely untouched from the rest of the world, but where those societies still exist is probably the closest you're going to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. To untouched by human beings, or like, you know, in modern human beings like industry yeah yeah of course but then again outside of that like now of course i can't do this in the military or probably ever at this point you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like going to some place like hong kong or like shanghai just seeing those like metropolises that are like just just gigantic you know what i mean like new york is huge i'm sure it's up there with like city sizes but like beijing shanghai hong kong those cities have got to be just massive same with tokyo 
yeah and i mean i'm i tokyo is a place i do want to go eventually i just know that like generally it's regarded as more ex- expensive over there than in the u.s yep. so i just really haven't gone yet um yep. or like really organized it um but uh i don't know i i think that like like china in general right is um regarded is especially by like from what i've seen a lot of chinese americans as like they they basically want to go back to traditional china you know what i mean yeah like they see the modern governments as like a fraud uh and and there's destruction of their culture and chinese culture is some of the richest in the entire world. It is like it's like one of the oldest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they were like one of the founding like what I would say is like founders of industry. As like like the only reason the Western world like knew about like fucking gunpowder is because of China or silk because of China or porcelain because of China. Like they like basically jumped into the future as soon as the silk road opened which is crazy but you i mean people hate on the west a lot or they absolutely love it and hate the east one thing you can say i hate both of them fuck them all yeah i'm more of a centrist kind of guy <laughs> i'm a centrist kind of guy middle east <laughs> that's kind of my shit kyrgyzstan but um like so I feel like, generally speaking, the East discovered a lot of stuff, you know? Not that the West didn't, but, like, the East discovered a lot of stuff early on. But once the West had those things, they took it and ran. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, like Well, that was just their culture, you know? Yeah. That was, like, the culture of it. Well, I mean, of course, of course, this has got to do with more the terrain and like available resources. But if you look at like, um, like steel production in Japan, like it's an art form, right? Mm-hmm. Like even to this day, it is not as much as, as it was, you know, a couple hundred years ago. But if you look over in like you know countries where it's more available, of course, but like just European nations, like a lot of stuff they were trying to do was just mass production you know exactly and that's really the difference there i don't know something that's always fascinated me is uh like uh like eastern asian like art like western what did you say like western asian art no eastern asian eastern art. asian art yeah like, like it's definitely different like and you know like the art that went with it um Mm -hmm. like have you ever seen um this is a very very like famous uh piece of art but it's called the wave it's by um oh it's the waves with mount fuji right yeah yep the great well it's called i'm trying to think it's like the great wave um great wave off of it starts with a k I think it's like Kanagawa or something like that. But yeah, I think Mount Fuji's in the background. Well, yeah, I mean that piece was um what little I know about it is it it was a uh it pushed forward the artistic form of like illusionism because the waves were like the mountain was meant to look like the waves and vice versa. So you really can't tell where the mountain begins and the wave like where the waves end and the mountain begins basically. Well, what's um, interesting is it's not not only is it like it looks like a painting, right? But actually, it was like a print. Really? Yeah. Um. Like it's uh. So I mean, it's painting in a way, but it's almost like a giant stamp. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Why? Well, wasn't correct me if I'm wrong because I know they did like a lot with pottery. A lot with porcelain, um, a lot of shit like that. But like painting didn't get as like painting as we know it. I guess a canvas painting wasn't as big in Asia. That was like a Western thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Yes, you're absolutely correct there. And I think it just has to do with, uh, the, like, the, you know, what was valued, like, culturally, and the way art was looked at, right? If yeah, you look I get at, that. If you look at Western art, it's very, it's highly detailed, especially classical art, you know? Mm-hmm. You're looking at, like, these people that are just trying to perfect, like, they, they want to make a mirror image of something. But looking at West, like Eastern art, it's more. It's sharper, almost. You know what I mean? It's, Eastern art, yeah. Yeah, Eastern art. It, like it looks. I wouldn't say cartoonish because that's not quite what it is. But. I'm, I'm like I. I'm trying to like, explain it without trying to like belittle it if that makes sense you know because i almost want to say it looks like like a cartoon in a way you know what i mean but it's not that because there's a lot more skill to it than that well i mean cartoons in like as we view cartoons as like childish childish right but cartoons themselves are extremely hard to make in their own right so i i don't even think i don't even think it's an insult to say that it it looks like how we would see like a modern cartoon or like a comic, um, even. but imagine like the, these people were doing this shit on porcelain with like ink like yeah. it, it is like right now i mean there are cartoonists that will be able to draw but they have like um a digital stylus in a fucking like all this digital shit that they're able to use to make that kind of stuff so it and it still takes a ton of talent to do something like that today so like for back then i mean you had to be you had to be fucking good well like really good and like thinking about the medium they were doing it on um a lot of oil paintings are like a western thing Mm -hmm. and oil painting is pretty forgiving right you can paint over it but i've um so the botanical gardens in st louis they have, like, the Japanese and the Chinese festival uh, yeah. during the year. And you get an opportunity to, um, like, it, it's more it's more about, like, the culture than it is, like, you know. Like, it, it has nothing to do with plants from there. And I did this thing where you were able to, like, so there's a specific type of ink they use. And they use it on a specific type of paper. I think it's, like, a, I forget what it is. It's, like, rice paper of some sort. It's very thin, and the ink is very watery. So, when you're making art like that, like... It spreads everywhere. Well, it spreads everywhere, and, like, once it's on the paper, there's no, like, painting over it, right? There's no... Yeah. It's it's colored, and there's no, like... You can't keep painting over it, because there's no ink... Like, there's nothing that can take that ink out of the... Right. um, So, you got to get it perfect the first time. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and this is like a I'm imagining like a drawing that could take absolutely hours long to do. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I'm sure there's ways to correct it. You know what I mean? I'm sure there mm-hmm. have been, but I'm sure it's much harder than just painting over it. You know? And don't get me wrong, like Western art's difficult. That shit, like hell, if you look at like uh some like sculptures and stuff from them. Like Michelangelo's work, like that shit. That that's some fucking crazy shit. Oh, right dude, there. have you seen the like Roman, the Roman statues where they're like wet? They, those motherfuckers, yeah, yeah, they could they could paint like wet clothes, like or carve wet clothes out of marble. It's like how, <laughs> and like, it doesn't like you would if you put color on those statues, like like you know, like realistic painting on those, like you would not be able to tell it's not a person, you know? Not at all. No. It looked like a that's mannequin another in thing, the dude. store. School, man, we were going to talk about traveling, but now we're talking about art. That, that's really how this po- podcast goes, huh? It's a culture podcast. Goddamn right it is. Um, but I did want to change, so changing tax a little bit. Because um, we're, we're talking about Western Eastern, right? Yeah. Um, I want to know your opinions on, on kind of a hot, hotter topic that, I don't know. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Um, I've agreed with a lot of opinions. I've not agreed with a lot of opinions. What do you think about cultural appropriation? Like, 
just very broad question, right? It um, depends, right? What does it depend on? So, appropriation. That is, what is your definition of that? Like, okay, so in the U.S., this is, I mean, it's it's prominent in other places, but in the U.S., it's extremely a volatile subject because of how many different cultures exist in this country. So, like, the idea that, like, one culture or ethnicity brings something to the U.S. Taco Bell. Like, is Taco Bell cultural appropriation? Uh, or, uh, taking something and making it white or taking something... Are, can other cultures culturally appropriate? Is, is it wrong? Is it wrong in some cases? Is it right in other cases? Is it okay? Like, when is it okay? Um this is all extremely like important conversation um, that I've I've had a lot of talks about with many people because personally I don't see a problem with different aspects of cultural appropriation if it is done in a respectful way like you that's, that's the important it's, distinction there. Right. It's it's all about respect, right? Like, so I'd say cultural cultural appropriation is wrong if you define appropriation in a very specific way, right? Mm-hmm. So if you take something from somebody else's culture and use it to make a profit, right? There's an issue there. You know what I mean? That's fair. But yeah. But let's say, like me, as a as a like, as a Caucasian male, you know what I mean. Yes. I took. I could make one hell of a taco. You know what I mean. And I never. I I, I learned how to make the tacos right, well, right? With no. With no intention of, um, like, making money off of it ever. But. Let's say I open You're a, a white guy and you make tacos, you racist fucker. Yeah. Well, let's say now now let's say like the the initial reasoning I made tacos, right? Right? Because I love tacos. But let's mm-hmm. say I open a restaurant and like people are like, "Dude, you got to put tacos on the menu. You make some great fucking tacos." And I'm making money off of it. That, there's no issue with that, right? Cuz my initial I'm, No, I wouldn't think so. There, my the re- initial reason I started making tacos is because I enjoyed tacos, right? And I appreciated them for that. You know? Yeah. But let's say I was like, shit, man. Like a lot of people like tacos, but nobody's making them, right? I don't know how to make tacos, but I know I can make money off of it. So I go to that country, learn how to make tacos, come back to my country, and then like no shout outs nothing just start selling tacos then that's an issue you know if you don't look like if you don't i guess i and this is set, like i guess this is another situation here too that i'm kind of introducing to it but like if you don't at least acknowledge like where you learned these things from you know if you learned it from like another culture then i think it's an issue Uh, now Mm. this isn't necessarily you know what no fuck that I'm not going to go into that because that's too hot of a topic and I don't want to so what what your your example just from like alright I I, I don't uh, if you know me like I'm not a huge corporation guy Um, I don't think anyone should be like here's the thing I don't go out of my way to like shop like i'm i'm broke as fuck let's be honest here like i'm gonna shop at walmart i'm gonna shop on amazon because it's fucking convenient for me do i like that i have have to do that basically because everywhere else is out of my way and expensive not really but you know you got to look out for yourself here right like i I can't take down the world on my own and uh you know what i'm gonna get 99 cent bread from fucking walmart because I don't want to pay $5 for a slice of bread at a bakery. I, I, I can't afford to do that. That's not reasonable. But yeah. Disney is one company 
that I really don't fuck with because I don't need to. Like, I don't have Disney Plus. I don't watch a lot of Disney movies. I don't watch a lot of Disney shows. I don't really like Disney World. The Disney, the Disney shit is like beyond me at this age. As a little kid, I watched it. Now I don't really. Um, this is for and, before we go on. This is something that you've done for years. This isn't because of like the recent like fuck Disney that the you know with the whole thing. no yeah this is this is this yeah, is no, something I mean, this, this is, is your own. I just want to make that me incredibly clear like, for everybody. Yeah, I mean. They just have if you if you're uh, like you know topic for a different time right but if you know a lot about Disney like you know they're just as as corrupt as like fucking I don't know what's that one like gr- like Kellogg's right yeah. like Kellogg's is owned by um like like Nestle Nestle products are awful too but anyway um your story reminded me of one of the only Disney movies I really really love which is Coco because Coco had a very um, deep meaning to me. Uh, it, it really resonated with me. And I read more about it. And again, it's a bullshit podcast. I don't know if this, this is 100% true, but it, it was Disney, so I believed it, right? <laughs> um, and uh, they had essentially gotten their story, the inspiration for Coco based on a real family in Mexico. Um, in which they had gone to, and I believe it uh, at the end of the movie, picture of like the actual family um, that the movie was based on, and uh, the family res- in like the the village of which they belonged to received zero of the profits that got like like you d- you didn't learn anything about the people behind the story. Uh, all the money went into Disney's pockets. You know what I mean? Which is, that's just fucked up to me. I don't know. I don't, like, I, I think that in and of itself is like the definition of negative cultural appropriation. Well, and then you also got to think like, yeah, Disney put the money up for it, but they kind of took advantage of it, right? There's no, their whole story is based off of somebody else. Now, of course, I don't know, like, this is news to me, what you've told me, but like, you know, a little kickback for the family would be great, you know? Of course, they don't yeah. deserve all the money, right? They didn't put the money up to make the movie. But, like, you know, a little more than a shout-out for sure. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's Somebody was talking about this on another podcast I was listening to the other day. And they were like, celebrities don't give a fuck about a disease until they have it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Just like, like poverty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Poverty is a disease, too. <laughs> but, like, like you never – like, I want to see – this guy – the guy that said this on the show, he said, I want to see a celebrity with a disease raise money for another disease. You know what I mean? Because it's never going to fucking happen, right? No. Like, why would they? Because, <laughs> I mean – Let's be honest, at the end of the day, if a celebrity gets, like, I don't know, a big one with ALS, right? Like, if you say you have that as somebody as popular as some of these people are. Like, let's just say Tom Hanks, for example. Tom Hanks comes down with um, uh, butthole cancer, right? There's plenty of attention oh brought to that already, His, his right? poor butthole. Yeah, because poor Tom Hanks' butthole is... You know, it's got cancer. It's being fucking liquidated, dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's just absolutely just... I mean, it's like he ate Arby's for a month. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that poor man. That, he is feeling it. But, like, clearly, like, you know, nobody would ever do that, right? And not that it's wrong, but I feel like... It would, it's, it would be wrong for, like, a celebrity. Not wrong, but it would be unreasonable to ask celebrities to just research odd diseases and raise money for them. Okay, but, like, <clears throat> if you have, right, if you have, like, a rare disease or some kind of cancer or, or some shit, you know what? One of the best things that could happen for your cause is for a major celebrity to get that disease. <laughs> you better start. And let me tell you why. You better you better fucking pray that somebody in Hollywood gets what you have because suddenly 
your disease is going to get a fuck ton of research funding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there anything I'm... wrong with that? No, but you'd you'd hope that, you know, people would start paying attention to. Well, you'd be able to afford the cure? Far before. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> at least they'll know it, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, we're talking. We went from cultural appropriation, Tom Hanks's butthole cancer. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, what the fuck is this podcast? But, but, okay, no, but so what I wanted to know is like, because with cultural appropriation, right? Like, there's a big argument, for example, of like white people wearing dreads. Now, white people should not have dreads for the simple reason that like 99% of them look fucking terrible with it. All right. Um, do you remember? Do you remember? I know, I do know, I know some people that can pull it off. I'm not going to lie. Like, there are some, like, specifically, I think, like, I think white women usually do the dread thing more than white guys um that i've seen at least in my experience and i think they can pull it off better um but i don't i i've I've heard a lot of like people that get upset about it because number one dreads work with black people's hair better like just naturally right I think that's like the I'm I'm not really smart about this, right? But I think that's the general idea. So it's so so it's like the idea is like, well, you're stealing this, even though it doesn't work for you, because you think it looks cool and it's part of our culture, and that's fucked up. I can kind of get that. At the same time, though, maybe like they think it looks cool, and that's all they're getting it for, right? Yeah, and I, I, I get that too, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's such a touchy thing, but it's at the end of the day, it's a fucking hairstyle, you know what I mean? Um, I don't, <laughs> I, I personally yourself. don't get the, I, seriously, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't really get the big, the big idea, you, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm fucking stupid and I'm going to get canceled for it, but whatever. <laughs> you already um, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. I did get banned on Twitter. Um, I made a Twitter for just for the sake of following the podcast, which there we we got like over a dozen fucking views on this podcast. Not a single one of you follow that motherfucking Twitter. So when we say Desi, go fuck I uploaded yourself, the last it. episode, motherfucker. You better follow <laughs> it. God damn it. I fucking um, did that as soon as I got home. Anyway. She loves being called out on this podcast. Have a good day at work, hon. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but gotta sneak that one in. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but at the end, of, I mean, that maybe yeah. I I made a Twitter a day, right? Uh, just to follow the podcast Twitter, and the, my very first and only tweet was um, "Kill yourself." I hate this podcast, and I got immediately banned. <laughs> It's like Twitter. Have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> oh, what the fuck, Musk? <laughs> that is supposed to be free speech. Now I can't tell my own podcast to fuck off. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there, and not even the kind that we're peddling. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like Elon, you should be listening to this. You should. Your your platform that you now own is is currently Censoring i wouldn't say supporting because we haven't got much support from twitter but but it is being um shared on your platform so either unban colin or ban <laughs> my podcast <laughs> ban this fucking podcast ban the whole podcast no um, but i mean i guess i don't know i i just feel it's just a it's a weird issue to talk about at the end. Of the I day. and I, I I never feel like I've culturally appropriated anything. I'm not cool enough to do that shit anyway. But, um, you know, it just feels like I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a straight white guy, you know, in the military, and it's like, well, shit, like, what do I actually have a right to talk about other than straight white guy shit? 
So baseball. that's the <laughs> that's the feeling, you know. That's the feel. Like that's the I guess the idea that I get is that you know I can witness this stuff. It's like a it's like a see but don't speak kind of yeah. kind of matter. Is it um, wrong? I don't know. We'll see. But I, you know, that's I mean? just the idea that I get. You know what I mean? Yeah there still is this level of censorship for talking about this because of the idea of privilege and that I have it. And, um, I mean, shit, I'd love to see, fuck man. I'd love to see a little bit more of it, but (laughs) (laughs) being honest, um, where are all these job offers? Where are all of them? Um, but I, I mean, I do recognize that I have like, it easier than other people i think i've always realized that but i also feel that when i when i do see like you know i i obviously cannot see the other side of it because i've never and will never be in that position um but at the same time it's like i don't know man should you really be getting worked up over like a fucking hairstyle right i i get like i get like the um the bigger shit like one a, a friend of mine i had this discussion with very same discussion a f- like close to a year ago now um brought up the idea of like white people celebrating like native americans and the way like but like the idea of doing that is like this falsified I- ideology of like everything was great and they celebrate Thanksgiving by by putting on like war paint and wearing like a feather feather dress, like head headdress, right? And like I I can understand the anger in that. <laughs> so I, I it's a very it. muddled, I think I get it. It is a very it is a, like the whole thing. That's the whole thing is like it's a very like case by case basis. And some people are going to be pissed off about it and some people won't. So like, what is, what is right and what is wrong is really, I find it extremely interesting. Like as, as somebody who enjoys talking to and studying with people and cultures, um, are you but it also, by learning about it? well, here's the, the dude, that's exactly the thing is like, I stick my neck out like that to try and ask these questions, but I feel like, you know, I might not word it the the right way. I might not, uh, you know, one, it's like a one wrong step kind of thing and I'm fucked. And then I, you know, you stick your neck out, you get your head chopped off um, for trying to help or trying to understand. Um, And it's a very dangerous way of thinking because it radicalizes people. Yeah. And, and I understand the, uh, I, I understand both sides to a degree, you know, being a white dude it's like yeah i can't fully understand one side of it but um you'd like i also i'd like to i'd like to know more um and i i can see the anger of like well you know you have this and i don't and it's because of you um but then there are i do i know people who have like asked these questions in like a non-educated way and just grown up thinking like well, this is all stupid. Why are you so mad about this? I don't get what there is to be mad about. And then people will call them a racist fuck for not understanding something they don't understand. And it radicalizes them. And they're like, well, I'm being oppressed too. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people are you get telling that. Me, are you telling me people's ignorance and inability to like have critical thinking it causes causes issues is that is that what you're yeah. insinuating well you know i don't want to be woke or anything <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's i that's the issue too man with like cancel culture is there's no progress from it you know and no let me, not at let all me, let me explain that too because there's a lot to unpack there right because you're like well that's all about like being progressive and you're right you know what i mean it is all about being progressive but for progress to happen, you have to look back, understand the mistakes, and move on for it. But if every time somebody fucks up due to ignorance, right, and they're just immediately shit on, 
all that teaches you is like, oh fuck, don't get them pissed off because then your career's down the tank. You know? Exactly. No, exactly. It it is this idea that, well, no matter what I do, I'm going to be in the wrong, yeah. and both sides feel that way. That's so the, the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick sides here by any means because like you said both sides do it it's not it's not a matter of one side being right and one side being wrong the issue lies in um like i don't know sometimes you like like for example cancel culture like the worst part of it is when in my opinion is when you go back to a different time and start picking and choosing things people said right because like put yourself in their shoes for example, this was this was the whole Kevin Hart thing, like when he got canceled from the Oscars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when he said it was fucked up. You know what I mean? Like look, like looking back and putting it in today's scope, it was fucked up. But wait, like, what, how what, many other wait. people said that and it's just not around anymore? Like at the same time. As what did he say again? I don't. I don't even remember, dude. I thought it was, it was like like homophobic or something. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, yeah, I don't even. I see. I don't even fucking remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, this was a long time ago. Now, do I like? I I don't. I'm not trying to state my beliefs on things by any means. You know what I mean? I'm just. Well, I guess I am in a way, but like not about that stuff necessarily. Yes. But what I'm, I'm what I'm trying to say here is you can't take something somebody said years ago that at the time was not wrong, and you know, like crucify him for it. Because it's not fair, you know? It's Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that... Um, I think holding people accountable for shit is, should be done, especially with, like, elite people. But I also think that, like... It blurs this line of what is right and what is wrong, and then people use it in this way to, like, well you know what, you fucked up, man, so now I'm going to ruin your entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's um, ex post facto laws, where you can't, so let's say murder was legal yesterday and I killed somebody, but today it was made illegal. I can't be, um, I can't be arrested for that, because when I did it, it was fine. You know? Yeah. Does it make it, like, like the, is it wrong that I did it? Yes. But am I accountable? Should I be held accountable for something that at the time was okay? No. As long as I've changed since then. You know? Yes. Now, if I continue to kill people, am I going to be put in jail? Yeah. But... I mean... This is an extremely fucking woke take anyway, but I am of the opinion that, I mean, morality itself is completely subjective. And I, like, people look at me cross-eyed, they're like, what the fuck does that mean when I say it? I get what but you're saying. But we, well, we as a, as a race, as a, you know, we make our own morals. We choose what is right and what is wrong. And there are some things that are taboo across most cultures in the world, regardless of religion or anything else, like cannibalism, murder, um, but even you know. But like, even looking at cannibalism, I was actually going to bring that up. Like, there are certain cultures that that is acceptable, you know? Oh, yeah, and the Aborigines of Australia actually practiced cannibalism until they started dying from it. Yeah. And then, like, they had to be introduced because it was, for them, it was a, a rite of mourning, and they would... Um, they would use it to mourn. Um, they would eat pieces of the dead to uh, because they believed that their spirit would live on within the next of kin if that were to happen. Um, and it was still practiced, I think, like up into the nineties. Um, I mean, even so, if you look at like outside of that, like the same area of the world, though, like Papua New Guinea. I forget which tribe it was, but I mean, I think it was multiple tribes, but. Like, after they defeated another, like, you know, army in battle, right? Another, like, militant group in battle, they would eat them because. I, th- I think it was another respect thing, too, though. Like, it was like, you know, they fought valiantly, so to 
um, like take on some of those characteristics that they showed in battle, we will eat them, and hopefully it'll pass on to us. I mean, that sounds right to me. <laughs> um, I, I get that, it. You I know, learned that it's... from Deadliest Warrior when I was nine. Uh, shout out, shout out to them. Like but that's so so the thing that all those those cultures have in common right is that more or less they're unified on the idea of what wrong my yeah. personal belief with the united states is it is such a hodgepodge of different cultures and religions that is why we have such a fucking struggle with this is 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 well is what i'm doing right is what i'm doing correct is it is it morally morally just and nobody has the right fucking answer because everybody believes something different you know like you can't there is there is no like okay like christians in the podcast are going to get upset with me but realistically there is no such thing as right and wrong it is something that we make and we decide on as a society yeah, like murder all... robbery uh cheating anything anything you do is um you d you are taught that it is a learned thing and the society you are raised in tells you that and here's the proof and this is like to prove why you're right about that because in each one of those things there are circumstances where it is the right thing to do right yes you know what i mean so for example mm -hmm. if you kill somebody right generally speaking you shouldn't do that but let's say you kill somebody because they're going to kill you. Well, then that's self-defense. Mm -hmm. It's a rabbit hole. It, it, you know, the more complicated the situation, complicated the morale, moral justification. Yep. Which you know, hey, it's it's up to different interpretation. Yeah, I, um, I've stated this before. I don't know if I've stated this on the podcast necessarily, but um. My personal beliefs on religion is that um, it never should be taken literally, of course, but it should set a like a, a good religion sets a solid moral foundation for somebody. Title of the podcast idea. Let me uh, traveling. Let me spit it for you. No, no. Let me spit it for you. Uh, morals don't exist. Go kill your neighbor. And here's the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> But we and other top like... 10 travel destinations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and I, I'm not, like, the, the, there's a logic behind it, right? Like, people don't build morals willy-nilly. If you look, like, sociologically, cool. well, <laughs> even then it's not. It's based around, usually a cult is based around the whim of one person, right? Yep. Typically. Um, what what they want and what they want to do um, and we what, what you see in most societies today is that it is things that are taboo are you know disrespecting the dead um, doing like the idea of like do unto others what you like don't do unto others what you wouldn't do to yourself so, like, the idea of, like, not doing something to someone else that you wouldn't like done to yourself, um, like murder, <laughs> um, it, it just things that would hurt other people, right, um, are, are frowned upon in most, uh, in most societies today, like modern societies today. That is what you build it around, um, especially in a society where you know, the idea of religion is split. Like, we have a separation here of that. So it is, we can't base it around, we can't base our laws and our morals around the idea of religion anymore. We have to base it around what is, what we as a majority deem to be actually correct. And something I've heard people say, before which i'm going to give reason for why it shouldn't happen is that we should base our laws based on like a religion and there's a reason why that wouldn't work in the united states right and that's because like you were saying earlier the u.s is a melting pot there are the u.s is by far one of the most diverse countries in the world if not the most diverse country in the world 
And if you were to pick one religion to base it off of, you know, first off, the First Amendment protects religious freedom, right? And if you were to base all our laws on that, then, like, that might as well just go out the window, you know? Yeah. Because laws that you would institute would, like, go against other people's religions, you know? It, it would um, persecute other religions, even if not intended to do so. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. It would just... It'd be a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you would be uh, and, and... Catholic, you know? Like, yeah, raised like raised Catholic. It's it is you know, I I don't practice as much as I was um, as I, I was younger. It's you know it the the idea becomes muddled as you get older. You learn new things, and it, it, you know maybe I'll come back to it. I'm open to the idea of coming back to it. It, it is how I was raised, but you also need to take. I'm a firm believer that you need to take time to learn other belief systems and why they exist and why the people believe in them so firmly. And, <clears throat> and some you'll never get like, just because of, of who you are and how you are, how you were brought up. Like that is such an integral part of how you were raised that, you know, maybe you'll, you'll never fully understand. Um, but others will help you by studying others. You will learn why those things are important to the people who practice them. And I think that's a very, very necessary skill that everyone should try and learn. Take some time, you know, you can still actively practice whatever you want to, whatever you want to. But if you understand why people believe so firmly in something else, I think your wariness of other people and other religions dissipate a little bit um at least in my experience you know i mean like if you're looking at um i'm trying to think here like if you take a second look at another religion like you're gonna probably find <coughs> you'll agree with a lot of the things they have to say you know Quite possibly, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, persecuting any religion besides your own is, it just doesn't make sense, man. You know? Like, I don't know. I, there, I'm sure there's something wrong. Not something wrong, but there's something I wouldn't agree with, with, like, Buddhist ideology, right? But that's, like, I mean, that's a religion that's also a philosophy at the same time, which most religions are, but, like, this one more so than any other one. But there are so many good lessons you can learn from some of those, uh, like, Eastern Asian belief systems. Not even just Eastern Asian, like, Southern Asian included, but, like, Taoism, that's another good one. Uh, I did a lot Shintoism. Of Shintoism. <laughs> but... Shintoism's a W. I don't know, man. I, I think don't know. the biggest takeaway you should take from this religion is you can still go to heaven without paying um paying a hundred dollars. You can pay me a hundred dollars and I'll send you to heaven. <laughs> Here. Express ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just get shot. But anyway, oh, man. we pissed off every group out there in this podcast at some point. Um, I think you know what if you're if you're offended by what I think like I'm sorry but like I put my belief in the nicest way possible and no I'm always, to hurt anybody, with either. no with no intentions to, and that's all you can do you know like that's what I think that's what I've been raised to think you know that's what I what I believe if I'm wrong and I pissed you off talk to me about it if otherwise you now see me as your enemy, go fuck yourself because there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> this is the first you know time I, like, we've said go fuck yourself, like literally, like actually meaning it. Like you're part of the issue if you won't try to communicate. Um, com yeah. Just communicate. I'm t like I've voiced that 
to so many different people. Like I'm not, I don't know everything. I, I know so little about the world, but I, I really want to know more. And I can't do that if I don't ask questions. And I also can't do that if you don't teach me. So, you know, if you want to teach me, hell yeah, dude, I'd love to learn why anybody thinks the way they do. You gotta be it, like, it helps me understand. Critical thinking is one of the most important things you can have. You know, I, I, I literally you should, cannot you, tell you how many how many people I've pissed off on accident because I said some shit that offended them and then like me unintentionally do. Yeah. And then, you know, I've apologized for it. And some people have been very willing to to help me understand. And, and sometimes I didn't even reach an agreement with them. And I still thought, but, you know, that communication is everything. And then there are other people who have just refused to communicate with me after that. And shat on me for it really um, i like i want people to challenge what i think you know what i mean yes you like should everyone should want that that that's that is a very important thing in society because again that's that's the basis of progress right challenging mm-hmm. something that is currently happening and trying to make it better you know yeah. Because without exactly. that, like, if you're not, if your beliefs aren't, they don't have to change dramatically. But as you get older, if you're still believing the things your ter- parents taught you, um, either your parents are like just like fucking spot on, just absolutely based as hell, or, or you actually haven't, like, you don't want to develop, like, as your own person, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the one thing, like. As we've been we've been friends for years now, and the one thing I really appreciate is that like, and it's not just you, but it's like you, me, Grano, Halfmoon, like, we've all challenged each other's beliefs at one point or another, you know, and yeah, shit, there's a lot of things I don't agree with with some of you guys, you know, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, at least I'm thinking about it, you know. Yeah, and then like, you, these you, conversations it, haven't changed my viewpoint on things would be wrong. You know, you you gotta like change is not always a bad thing. If somebody says change something is to you, a good thing. Yeah, if if somebody says something to you, and it pisses you off, think about why it pisses you off. If you can back up your reasoning and think, well, okay, this is logical because you know my reasoning is logical because of this, and their reasoning isn't logical because of this. Congratulations, you just justified your own point. And maybe if that other person is willing enough, they'll be willing to be educated by what you think and what you believe. If it pisses you off and you choose to do nothing about it thought-wise other than just be pissed off, congratulations, you've learned jack shit because now you're just building a bigger gap between you, not just between you and the other person, but between you and your understanding of the situation that you're arguing about. If that, if this makes sense, you know what I mean. No, I get it's, what you're you, you need if if it is like change. M- maturity is about growth. Like the idea that you can be told something, be told that you're completely fucking wrong, and they'll tell you why. And if you understand that and recognize that you were wrong, you're a grown up. You like that's really what it is. I mean, yeah, exactly. You can't... I don't know, man. That's something... Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, go, being in the Army, most people don't have this experience, but with a, with our job, critical thinking is the most important thing, you know? Yeah. You're not... Like, you're taught how to think in the schooling we went to, to some extent. I think I've learned more critical thinking after the fact, though, just doing my job, of course. But, like, it's – critical thinking is more important – like, there's more importance to it outside of just, like, what your morals are, right? If you're not mm-hmm. capable of saying, no, wait a minute, that's probably not right, you know what I mean? Or that might be right, but I want to know why, you know? Without mm-hmm. that, you're you're probably going to be stuck in a job 
that you don't like for the rest of your life, even if it's well paying, you know, like you'll never that like some of the some of the um I well one second, let me think of how what I'm trying to say. So people like Elon Musk, right? Steve Jobs, yeah. these people had critical thinking or else, you know, they would not get to where they're at because they're not asking these questions. Thinking outside of the box is critical thinking at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. At critical, like, there's just not enough of it. You know, people are, people are, <laughs> are rooted. In, fuck. <laughs> but, I mean, being rude, like people are being rooted in their opinions. You know what I mean? Oh, that's um, entire. That's that's. I think that's the reason why. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. The way to where at, I'm, you know? I'm gonna be completely a hundred percent honest. Like the way I was raised, it was, you know, CNN on the news. Um, it was like vote blue no matter who. Uh, you know, it is, it is, it was old fashioned liberalism, right? Because my parents were older you know, not a, not a lot of support for like the gay marriage stuff. Um, but more support for like the old idea of liberal. I mean, it was, that's, that's just how it was. Um, not all my family is like that, but that's just that the household that I was raised in. And, you know, now like it, it took me a while to get out of that mindset. And I, you know, um, my beliefs have changed I think a lot since then. And, and I really, I don't like not to get into politics, like a complete political discussion. This is just an idea of how my beliefs change because of critical thinking. Right. And, and there are things that I still agree with. And there are things that I absolutely a hundred percent have gone 180 with. And it, because I learned more about it and I learned the reasoning behind it and what, affects me and what affects other people and i typically i'm a typical i'm typically of the idea like what what is best for the majority of people right um um Which i, think I guess that's that should be everybody's really thought process right you know yeah. what i mean but that's a very difficult um a difficult thing to like you can't any political matter is a very complex matter you know Mm -hmm. yes because our society teaches us that you're one or the other you know and and it to to this day it's like you know i hear kind of a right leaning ideology and my my first instinct is to just like disregard it but you can't do that you really can't um, either side, you, you need, you need that communication. And if you like, Hey, if you're, I don't care like what you actually do align with, as long as you give time to hear out the, the unedited, you know, unfiltered beliefs of real fucking people and not just what the TV and radio spit at you. If you, you, you I guarantee you, like, unless you live in, like, the most radicalized fucking city in the country, you will find things you have in common with people who have different beliefs as you. I guarantee fucking to it. Yeah. And that that is what changes your opinions. It, it 100% does. Because when you hear, if you have any sympathy or compassion at all people, and you hear their reasoning behind certain issues, you know... You, you need to reach out for to people different than you and understand what they have to say. Yeah. That's a hard, hard thing to do. And, you know, not everybody is willing to do that. Um, and I think that's a real shame that you're not, that people aren't taught to just have a basic understanding of one another and, and it's really easy to lose that, I think, because this idea that there's this inner fight and that the other team fucking hates America and that you're the, like, you voting for red or blue or whatever is, is just going to, to save the day. It's not. I don't know. It's, it's all not, bullshit to me. I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't, like... 
neither side has the answers, you know. They're, neither side, like, uh, neither not side to get... ever will have like the right answers, you know. And I don't not, think not one to, side's better not to than get... the other either. Yeah, I'm not like not to. I really didn't mean to get this death with this in this podcast episode, but here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, we're already here. You can't get off not, the bus now. Yeah, not only is neither side have the answers neither side is your friend all right like rough truth there okay there are people there that are your friends but dude like just we're food for thought right (laughs) okay if you've ever played sports right you're probably friends with a lot of people on a team but there are definitely people on that team that aren't your friend you know and that's something important to like, like, like comparing that to what you're saying here, like, at the end of the day, both sides have an agenda that they're trying to meet, and at the end of the day, both sides are trying to get votes, you know. And Buddy, like, they don't. If if, if the political point, team, go ahead. Sorry. We're at a point <laughs> too, where I feel like politicians don't give a shit about what they have to say to get votes, you know. They'll say anything, exactly. as long as it gets their side voting voting for them, you know? I was going to say, like, don't even think of, like, it is a sports team that you're on. You're a fan. You're the guy, if, if, if you know, both sides are, are members of a sports team, you're the guy in the bleachers watching and rooting for one side, while the players, you know, might give a shit in the moment, but at the end of the day, they're all back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, that's it is not as big. Way. It is not as big of a deal to them as it is to us. And you know, they might pretend it is, but it's not because it doesn't affect them. They care about their job security, and that's understandable, right? That's the system that they've been brought into. You um, got it, you know. And I'm sure there are a few good eggs out there. I'm sure there are some, you know, decent runner-up politicians that want to make a great difference and that's amazing except we'll never know because they all act like that (laughs) so it's just you know one bad apple spoils the bunch or whatever the fuck that saying is too too bad it's one good apple and a pile of rotten apples And, nobody's and, I, and gonna brother, eat nobody's gonna and brother, eat am I hungry? <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's gonna eat the good apple and the pile of rotten apples. You're going to the grocery store. You're fucking starving. It costs your last, you know, your last seventy dollar tank of gas to get there, and you go in, and all the food's rotten, and you're like, God damn. <laughs> I mean, I think the best, the last thing I gotta say before we in this podcast is did you hear the rumor about butter what no well i'm not gonna spread it kill yourself (laughs) i hate this podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh oh man go fuck yourselves guys yeah go fuck yourselves if you're if you vote republican or if you vote democrat i don't give a shit go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're wrong either way. 